social relationships are the glue binding humans together. How is it that planet-wide and down through history, we all possess interpersonal connectivity? Hello, welcome to The Explanation with Sam Kneller. This episode, Social Relationships, Puzzling Humans, Love and Hate, Why, comes from the book, Mind Body Problem Solved, and is brought to you by TheExplanation.com. Social Relationships, Puzzling Humans, Love and Hate, Why. Social relationships are one of the most fundamental identifiers of humans. What is their origin? Why are they so important and conflictual? God blew his own neshama, Job 32 verse 8, into the first human we saw in Genesis 2 verse 7. Why? Because it is the primary agent that confers God's image on humankind, Genesis 1 verse 26. What God does on his perfect spiritual level, humans can accomplish on their human level. Neshama confers understanding, Job 32 verse 8. Neshama confers understanding, which means discernment and perception, the awareness of their surroundings. This is the equivalent of consciousness or cognizance of one's world in the largest possible sense with one's intellect, senses, and emotions. Consciousness empowers humans with specific attributes. So far, we've seen two of five. Purpose for one's life, and secondly, how each of us should function. I'm going to summarize this with three words. Purpose to choose and change. Each human should have the freedom to choose their purpose and change to accomplish it. I realize this is utopic. Why? Exactly because of the way humans function. We have dual nature. Therefore, we prevent others, the strong and rich, prevent the weak and poor. We prevent others from choosing and changing to accomplish their purpose. Social relationships. Your purpose in life involves three major areas. Today, we will discuss the first. Social relationships. These are the interpersonal relationships with every other human being. Of course, you'll never meet and greet everyone. Your social relationships will be the circle of human beings with whom you'll be in contact throughout your life. It can expand and recede. In other words, you can choose and change your social relationships. Through consciousness, each human comes pre-equipped 
with the capacity for flourishing and harmonious interconnections thanks to their emotions and feelings and how we read other people. Interpersonal relationships are in a state of flux, increasing and decreasing. They are dynamic, which is a characteristic of human social relationships. The book, Ordered of Humankind, elaborated on the many levels of interconnected kinships and affiliations, often based on affinities. As we go through this summary, ask yourself the question, how did humans acquire the capacity to have such a coherent variety of interpersonal bonds? Human society, the only global social species. This is part three, chapter one of Audit of Humankind. Human society exists because human beings are sociable. It's the presence or absence of proper social relations that result in human turmoil or peace. We delve into how society, you and I, and the rest of the world population have organized ourselves to try to live in harmony with one another. This should be peaceful cohabitation. The word society comes from the term social. The origin of both these terms is the Latin socius, meaning companion, friend, and ally. You are a unique individual among seven billion on earth. Each of us is a unique individual on planet Earth. Individuals are the first building block of human society. Human relationships start as soon as you have two unique individuals in the same room. Each one is a building block in the social network of human society that spans the globe. Your and my individuality mean each of us brings our qualities and defects to construct humanity. We pool our individualities. Each individual is not diluted in the mass. Our individualities are cumulative and represent the patchwork that is the diversity of society. Gender equality, gender inequality, or gender compatibility. Gender equality makes headlines. Over the last few years, it's come to the forefront as very controversial. How does it sit with human society? How many genders are there and what are they? The differentiation of gender and sex to denote human beings goes back to about the 50s, but takes on real differences around the 80s. Today, gender identity and gender roles have become an issue for usage in language, responsibilities in religion, focus on poverty, and even a question in the discussion of climate change. Pandora's box has been opened. 
bride and groom is a cross-cultural, worldwide phenomenon. Bride and grooms spark engagement rings, engagement parties, and bridal showers. The celebration of this event is a milestone in the life of a couple. Every girl and boy somehow aspire to be a bride and groom, and eventually a husband and wife. This appears to be something built into the human psyche. Have you ever wondered why? And why is it so universal? Couple Relationship Binding Husband and Wife in Marriage The couple's relationship is the strength of social relations. Marriage, the husband and wife together, is the twosome on which human society resides. The couple relationship between human beings is the foundation on which human society rises or falls. The ability of a male and a female to combine their capacities and complement each other in their family life endeavors is the mark of a solid society. Healthy marriage, a happy twosome, and abundant benefits. A marriage relationship has huge benefits compared to living a single life. It's not a question of whether there are benefits, but rather what those benefits are. Joining the complementary contributions of the male and female partners has multiple benefits for a flourishing marriage. But the question still arises, why is it so? Family, the cornerstone of human society. Family is the perfect structure on which to build human society. It alone assures stability to parents and children. The family unit is the cornerstone block in which the father, mother, and children can grow to be balanced and mature individuals. The social relationships spun therein are the foundation of the network of human society. Parenting. Father and mother have essential complementary roles. Parenting follows bride and groom, husband and wife. Father and mother have many challenges and responsibilities, but the benefits are incommensurable. Conceiving takes but a few seconds. The consequences and parental responsibilities can last 20 years. The rewards a lifetime. Extended family, many generations, gives us the world population. The extended family, growing generation after generation, gave birth to our world population today. That's human society. The extended family starts with the male and female, marriage, babies, child-rearing, youth, dating, marriage, and the cycle continues from generation to generation. 
That's how the world population is closing in on 8 million people. We're all one family. Ethnicity, clans, tribes. Where did they all come from? Ethnicity is a major subject today. Ethnic groups are in the limelight of minority rights, their treatment, and literal extinction. Ethnicity in a time of globalization should make us stop and think. Among the thousands of ethnic groups, many are on the brink. Society is dealing them a hard hand. Do we stop to think about where such diversity came from? Nations are identified by their own patriotic ethnic culture. Nations have their own heart. Their citizens are attached to their nationality, their traditions, and their culture. Nations and peoples are characterized by their values, traditions, foods, music, and sports teams. There's a patriotic fervor whenever there's any type of competition or conflict. Look at World Cup fever and flag-waving at the Olympic Games. National identity even goes much further than that. Origin of language, an unsolvable scientific mystery. Philologists are in total contradiction about the origin of language, while it is the basis of human relations. What a conundrum. The origin of language has stumped the most learned intelligentsia for centuries. It was even forbidden to discuss this issue. Yet language is the most common and apparent feature differentiating humans from animals. It allows the entirety of Earth's inhabitants to communicate with one another. Globalization Integration versus segregation of people Globalization is a challenge. How do you integrate human beings when the natural tendency is to group them by ethnic language and culture. Globalization has its pros and cons. World travel and social integration are wonderful ideas. What is the norm for such a utopia? We in the democratic, liberalized West might think that should be the norm. Many don't share our point of view. The fiber of human society and social relationships is in play with this world-encompassing issue. There you have it. From individuals to world globalization, the basis of which is a couple of people birthing children in a family. All the parts assemble into visible and measurable social relations. But innately, where does this impetus come from? Why is it hardwired, the standard pattern across the planet, a permanent feature of humans 
down through history? That is the question. And the answer is, God implanted it in us when he blew his neshama, consciousness, into the first human. Is this conjecture? How can the explanation affirm this? Check what the Bible says at unlockbiblemeaning.com. Genesis 1, verses 27 and 28. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them. And God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth. The model of proper social relationships is established and completed in the first five minutes of the story of humankind, with God establishing marriage and family. Genesis chapter 2, verse 24. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother, and shall cleave to his wife, and they shall be one flesh. When I use the term hardwired, it is in no way a reference to the brain. We saw God formed the first human from dust. The brain is dust. Nishama is God's spiritual essence. You cannot locate neurons or anything else labeled social relationships. They are not initiated by the brain, an electrical impulse, or a chemical reaction through the synapses. These real reactions are the result of what is innate to consciousness. I will expand on this later, but let's stay focused on the basic design of humankind. Social relationships have always been an integral part of the human psyche. Psychology and Social Relationships Please listen to Jordan Peterson on loneliness and intimate connections. His advice is sound. But beyond the advice, the statistics, the characteristics of singles and their interactions, I want you to understand that social relationships are taken for granted as a defining element of all humans planet-wide. There's no doubt humans are social creatures, and that social inborn inclination is totally in line with the instruction God gave the first couple. Adam and Eve understood, that's Job 32 verse 8, Strong's H995, Adam and Eve understood. The Nishama gave them this feature of their psyche, marriage and family, because God's Nishama implanted not only the concept, but also the pattern of social relationships in their consciousness. Our 21st century so-called progressive society has deviated See Matthew 24, verses 37 through 39. Our society has deviated 
from the basics of sane social relationships with the breakdown of social well-being. There are many wonderful families with husband-wife, father-mother, and children assuming the benefits and responsibilities of family life, thankfully. But in general, with wayward dating and sex, divorce, parenting, delinquency, and dysfunctioning adults, we're paying a high societal price. The psychologist's role is to help people get back to the basics of social relationships. Spiritual Social Relationships Why did God instill the need for social relationships in humans via their consciousness? Because God is a family. If you're hearing this for the first time, you must go and read what the Bible says. Family social relationships on earth, in the image of God, are a training ground to prepare us for godly family relationships for all of eternity. Ephesians 5, verses 25 through chapter 6, verse 4. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. For we are members of his, that is, we are members of Christ's body, of his flesh, and of his bones. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother, and shall be joined to his wife, and they too shall be one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Children, Obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. And you fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. There are hundreds of Bible verses about social relations based on family values. The only reason all humans can apply interpersonal connections whether they are spiritual believers or unbelievers, is because of the innate feature of social relationships conferred on each of us by God's neshama, consciousness. This episode is brought to you by The Explanation Bible Institute. Unlock Bible meaning with seven keys to master biblical Hebrew a proven method to grasp the God-given original meaning of Scripture, available at theexplanation.com. Keep seeking answers to the big questions in life and reveal the explanation.